everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of The Never Games. Please find us anywhere you get great podcasts, give us a like, a follow, and subscribe. On today's episode, Trevor is .03 hockey rinks tall, Tom pipes Noel's cake cup, and Noel stands over the broken bodies of his enemies. Enjoy Season 3, Episode 11, The Beef Jerky Business Card. All right, and let's start this episode off hot. That's right. Yeah. We're going to start with theme between the lines, like we do every week. <laughs> you slowed down so quickly. <laughs> We're going to start hot, not ice. All right, let's get into this. Game now. <laughs> All right, we're going to start this. Uh, fuck. <laughs> All right, we're going to start this episode off hot. That's right, with theme between the lines. Uh, same way we start off every week, but this one's got a little bit, a little null spin on it, meaning that it's extra hard. Um, so yeah, get like re- flavors. Yes. <laughs> All right, maybe it won't be that hard. Yeah, so I will uh, ask you guys a series of questions. Y'all just have to figure out what the theme is, and I bet you that you won't. Number one. Oh, you guys ready? Yes. Let's yes. do this. Uh, for the listeners, it's trivia questions, and all the questions revolve around a theme. And if you think you know what this week's secret well, theme is, oh, yeah, hit well, us up I, on social media <laughs> at the underscore never underscore games. I or was, email yeah, us yeah, yeah. to hello at the nevergames.com. Let's get into it. I was just too excited to start. I didn't want to get bogged down with all these formalities. All right. Number one, the Allen wrench. The thing that's in every IKEA product is named Allen. Why? Number A, the Allen Manufacturing Company, where it was developed. Number B, after astronaut Alan Shepard said he used one during maintenance on the Apollo 14 mission. Number C, the nickname started because of the ease of the use of the tool. It was so easy, all engineers can use it. This leader got shortened to Alan, all engineers. Or number D, Tim Allen once built a fence with an Allen wrench on home improvement, a feat so impressive the tool was named after him. <laughs> I'm going to go A. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the all engineers. All right, one. it's between that and the astronaut. All right, we do have a point on the board. Congratulations to Tom. It was a. Oh. I did not fool him at all. A for <laughs> Alan Wrench. There you go. <laughs> That's my tactic for this I, game. I, yeah. Oh God, <laughs> I did fool Trevor on that one twice, which was great. Uh, yeah, very upsetting. <laughs> all right, no, number two. Of these four things, which is not poisonous to pigs? Deadly nightshade? <laughs> acorns? Mint? Or mustard seeds? I'm pretty sure which it's is, deadly nightshade. Which is not poisonous to pigs. Deadly nightshade, yeah. acorns? The, I'm mint. pretty sure pigs can eat deadly nightshade. All right. I will agree with Tom, I guess. <laughs> Sounds pretty confident. All right. Both of you got it wrong. It is, in oh. fact, very deadly. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, Fool me again, Noel. I think, Fool me again. I think, Tom, you might be thinking of goats, which can eat like anything. Pigs have a very similar di- a digestive system uh, to humans. That so might be what it is. I was thinking yeah. of some barnyard animal that could eat. Do you guys want to give it a, a second go for no points, just, just for fun? It was acorns, acorns, mints, or mustard seeds. Mint. 
I was thinking mint also, just because it's the outlier. It is mint. Yes, mint right. out of those four. It's not poisonous to pigs. In fact, it helps them. Um, it, it's an antimicrobial sort of thing. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Um, all right, so no points on that one. Oh, God. I only did four questions, too. <laughs> I really should do a fifth one. This, this one was so dang hard I, to make. I always do a fifth one, and I find it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Moving yeah. right along. Number three, what is the nickname for the full moon in April? Is it a flower moon, a mead moon, a sturgeon moon, or a pink moon? I'm going to say mead. I was liking that one too, but I need to make up a point here. I'm going to go sturgeon. Dear God, those are like the two easiest questions, too. Uh, you guys are wrong again, both of you. Oh. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to? Pink. <laughs> it, it is indeed Pink Moon, yes. Ah, oh, that was going to be my other <laughs> guess. <laughs> All right, so in a Never Games first, we are moving on to the fourth and final question. Uh, with Tom leading one to nothing. <laughs> one nothing. Good old <laughs> soccer match of yeah. in between the lines this week. Uh, all right. As uh, depicted in the show Scrubs... A patient was diagnosed with acute intermittent porphyria. porphyria. This uh, was only discovered after the patient's urine sample had an odd reaction to sunlight. What happened to the piss? It started foaming. It solidified into a pea cube. It turned purple. Or it got fizzy. I'm going to make Trevor answer first. I'm going purple. It's purple. No! It is indeed purple. Trevor, you made Duh. up the point deficit, and within about half of a second, Tom took it right Yay. back. Uh, so congratulations <laughs> to Tom on this theme between the lines. And if you think you know what this theme is, and don't worry, there is a theme. I'm not crazy. <laughs> Give us a shout-out on social media or email us at hello at thenevergames.com. All right. Is the Never Games. My name is Trevor. I am the CEO of Stickerbox Studios and the producer here at the Never Games. My name is Tom O'Brien, and I recently discovered that Robert Pattinson wants to be your source of microwaved spaghetti and a hamburger bun. (laughs) Okay, okay, all right. My name is Noel McInnes. I'm the bad boy of podcasting, and this is the Never Games, the number one podcast to not still mention. That one thing. Hello, everybody. Yeah, and we're not gonna. <laughs> oh, not mentioning no. it. That's as, close as well, that's as close as we're getting to it. <laughs> so, hey guys, oh, inlet, oh. Do you, is this important, Tom? Do you have... Is, is this, <laughs> no. No? Good. Okay, good. I'm worried Trevor's thing is also not important. No, it's very important. Okay. It is my game oh. for this week. I am super excited. I think we should just get right into oh, it. Unless, Tom, okay. your thing's important. No, I was just going to talk about Robert Pattinson not knowing what time is. Well, okay, let's let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, okay, fine. Is is this when he was so Batman? There's, a, there's, there's, yeah, so there's apparently a New York Times article that was an interview with Robert Pattinson getting ready for the new Batman movie. And the interviewer discovered that, A, Robert Pattinson wants to corner the market on a convenience food that is microwaved spaghetti and a hamburger bun, which is, <laughs> I previously mentioned. But also that apparently he has no concept of time. That like, and, and you're and you want to focus on that one rather than the, than like the easiest market to corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, only him. <laughs> so well, so apparently, like, 
he will send somebody like he'll, he'll think he'll send somebody an email once a week and it'll be like 12 times in a day yeah well he's <laughs> or you'll like though, start right? or you'll start a conversation with him and be interrupted and he'll feel like that conversation was like two years ago yeah, but he's he's British, right? It's in a different time time zone. It 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 works differently over there. <laughs> yeah, it's in the one that goes thousand times as fast. That's <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's got it's it's weird. It's got something to do with neutrinos and gluons. That's true. He is a gluon. But I'm more I'm more convinced about <laughs> about this this lukewarm spaghetti torpedo that he wants to make <laughs> yeah it's a weird thing i woke up yesterday and allison was like i just read the weirdest article about robert pattinson and i was like the guy from twilight which apparently he was so sick of fans liking twilight oh during yeah. the last two twilight movies he didn't shower so that he would just stink <laughs> and fans would leave him alone it's a weird man i could totally totally see him see, do that yeah I do do that, and nobody wants to come near me in the first place. So, right, but you haven't made your Twilight. <laughs> no, I did, but thank God nobody's seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering. The only thing that can make sense for for this, I don't know, Robert Pattinson's sauce boss torpedo thing, is that it's just something that, that again, I'm using the british card they just they just like over there i i've never been there but no you clearly you haven't yeah so <laughs> apparently he I, also I, yeah in this interview ruined a microwave because he was like he <laughs> wrapped testing yeah no he was talking in the interview and he's like i'm gonna cook something is that okay and they were like on skype and the guy was like that's fine and he was like all right so spaghetti sauce bun wrapped in aluminum foil can I stick this in the microwave? And the guy was like, no, you can't stick aluminum foil in the microwave. You can put it in the <laughs> And he did it anyway. Well, he walked he walked around the kitchen and then was like, oh, here's the oven. And the guy was like, no, that's the microwave. And he was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's the oven. <laughs> put it in. <laughs> it caught the microwave on fire. I'm is there to- a video of this? <laughs> I don't is this like so. a video interview or is it... They yeah, did it over Zoom, but I don't think it was recorded. It's on the best of Shark Tank episodes. <laughs> yeah. I think he's concussed. I'm, did anybody check if he's concussed? I'm beginning to wonder if his lack of bathing wasn't voluntary. Like, yeah. if some... I showered like 20 yeah. minutes ago. I don't know what you're talking don't, about. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. You know, I, I just need to get clean from all these robert pattinson facts let's say we let's say we do something about that huh yeah i'm so excited it's my turn to do a game this week and so i had a very very crazy busy couple of weeks now so i was gonna mail it in this week and just bring back a game that both of you had said that you liked and in the process of that, I realized that there was a simple little twist that I could make. Oh. So, this week we are going to be playing The Hero's Corny. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so... For anybody out there listening, we played a game back in uh, Season 3, Episode 2, that was called The Hero's Journey. And that was a, uh, a game where 
we followed a story structure that Dan Harmon has talked about that was eight steps and sort of built the path of the storyline for a hero who goes on an adventure and returns home changed. In this game, rather than a hero going on an adventure, we're making a super corny rom-com. Okay. Oh, it's not about it's not about corn. <laughs> it no. may be. Okay. We yeah, haven't I mean, made those calls yet. We we can. <laughs> All right. So this is a seven-step story structure. It is it comes from a book written in 2000 by a guy named Billy Murnett called Writing the Romantic Comedy. So the rules are going to be the same as the last game for anybody who didn't hear that. Basically, for each of these steps, I'm going to ask these two to each give a different answer of what happens in the story at that point. Whoever's I like the best gets the point, and their version of the story becomes canon. There might be times when I also ask for just stuff that becomes canon. Uh, at any point in time, I can decide anything becomes canon. This one, we have six points where you can, or six steps in this story structure where you can get points. Are you ready to go? Let's do it. Yeah. Now, are you looking for like the most cliche thing or like. So the, the story structure of this is going to lead to cliches. Uh, I don't think you have to go way out of your way to find them, but if they're there, but they're there would, for a reason. Would you point at, like, if I say, like, a super obvious cliche, would you give that a point, or are you looking for more of creativity? Um, I think more creativity and whatever leads to the best story okay. is what I'm going to go with. Right. And remember, Noel, uh, Trevor's never seen a movie ever, so feel <laughs> that free is to steal yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and it was this guy's sled all along. That's crazy. It's n no, one, no one saw it coming. Uh, Tom Hanks owns this bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, step one on the seven-step process. This is not going to be for a point. This is called the chemical equation. This is where we build the background and find out who our two characters are that are going to fall in love in this story. Uh, so last time we played this game, I let you each pick the name of characters, and we ended up with Emony, Bobby Boy, and Narton. Narton uh, Klebs. So, <laughs> Narton Klebs. So this time, I'm choosing the names, and our two characters will be named Noel and Tom. So, oh. <laughs> wow, you, you, you're really, you're really adding in the creativity already. I can see that yeah. this is a progressive Brokeback Mountain, uh, unless. Kind of. Something weird <laughs> happens. We have a lot of power. <laughs> the, the point is, Noel and Tom are going to fall in love in this story. And so just again. Con keep oh. continuously having orgies. <laughs> so, for this character setup, we're going to figure out what Noel and Tom have going on in their lives. I'm going to start. Tom, tell me, what does Noel do for a living? Noel is a British expat who runs a uh, cupcake shop. <laughs> so it's going to be a Hallmark rom-com. Interesting. Craft cupcakes. All right. And Noel, tell me, what is Noel currently trying to achieve in life? What's, what's his current goal that he's striving for? To make cupcakes. 
but like bigger than that. Okay. What's like what's so th- this needs to be something that's like separate from romantic search. Like this is a like it could be a career goal or a okay uh, a life goal something Open like a second that. cupcake um, shop to be on um yeah to be on the food channel like with my show with my own own show okay Noel Noel wants to get a show on the food channel celebrity chef and it will be called that nah, doesn't matter. I'll think of something <laughs> <laughs> it'll be called Martin Klebe's Power Hour. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! It. Doesn't uh, have your name or the cupcakes in with the title. with Noel. So, yeah. With Noel. <laughs> all right, all right. Tom, tell me who is a side character that has a relationship with Noel. Tell me uh, what the relationship is, and I'll let you give a name for this character. Also, uh, it's gonna be Noel's mom, <laughs> who's very involved in Noel's life. Uh, Noel, what's your mom's name? Mary. Mary. Okay. We're just going to stick to that. Um, and it's very involved in the cupcake shop. All right. And now we're going to move on to our character, Tom. So, Noel, mm. tell me, what does Tom do for a living? So, I've got two ideas. Do the second one. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so, Tom was a... Wall Street. He was a Wall Street boy for a little bit, like a stock investment broker. banker. I was gonna say stockbroker, but I don't think that's the right. He's the one that actually like wears the nifty jacket and holds a piece of paper and yells at at a TV screen. Yeah, uh, broker. Uh, broker. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and he's been doing that for so many years, and he's been getting bogged down. Um, so he decided to move to uh, the small town just to get away from it all. Small town USA. <laughs> Who just moved to Small Town USA? Somewhere in the mountains. We'll, we'll we'll call that our setting. This is Small Town USA. Smolten. 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 Right USA. Ne- right next uh, to Smallville. <laughs> yep. Smolten. Right next to Smallville, <laughs> USA. <laughs> All right. So, Tom, tell me what is Tom's current goal in life? To find his new passion. He's been doing uh, stock brokerage for so long that he's he's rich out the wazoo, but he doesn't know what to do to occupy his time anymore. Yeah, he he knows all five hundred S and P's. He needs to think about something else for a little bit. Yeah, he needs he needs uh, some hobbies, some new passions. Okay, all right. And Noel, tell me who is a side character and what is their relation to Tom? Uh, yeah. Um. Oh God. I'm blanking on a name because he keeps censoring my names. <laughs> uh, Do a human name this time. Yeah. That might help. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Tom's neighbor is a very good friend of his. Uh, and his name is Mark Clark. Um, <laughs> and he was Clark. the first person... Oh, do I need a backstory or no? Uh, very brief one. Uh, he was the first person that Tom met once he moved, and they're, they're just two guys, two guys sh- sharing a couple cold ones, watching the game, and, and just, just, just chatting about the world. All right. Well, there we have it. We have our characters. We have our scene, Smalton. And we'll move on to step number two. This is the first one that's going to be for a point. This is called the meat cute. This is where the characters meet for the first time. It's usually in some adorable, funny, or interesting way. When they meet, sparks fly immediately, even if their relationship kind of starts off on the wrong foot. So, for a point, I'm going to have each of you 
give me a different answer. Where do they meet and what happens? Wait, we'll start are, with. Are my cupcakes specifically British? Did Tom say that? Uh, your uh, Noel character Noel is a British expat. Oh, that's right. That, so they they are kind of specifically British. Okay. So okay, we'll start with Noel uh, for the meet cute. Uh, where do they meet and what happens? <laughs> Can I go first? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So I, I'm working on my specifically British cupcakes, and Tom walks into the cupcake store, and he asks me how business is going, and I say, not so well. And then he says, why? And then I was like, well, no one wants to buy my, my British cupcakes. He asked me, all right, well then, can I have one? I just want to see what's going on. Maybe I can help. And then I give him a British cupcake, and it's not like an american cupcake <laughs> it's a meat pie cupcake <laughs> yeah no it's it's more of um you guys know bread bowls <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's just it's it, like it, filled with frosting it's it's it's, it's a it's like a, a full-size bread bowl no 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 it's frosting. just it's it's, it's a it's, cup made out of cake filled with frosting <laughs> and then he says this isn't how you make make a cupcake, but it's delicious. And then I say, "You're the one that's delicious." <laughs> and then the theme moving too far playing. down the line, but okay, okay. we'll say uh, it's it's in the cupcake shop, and Noel gives Tom a, a free free specialty, <laughs> just a bread British glass full of fuck. <laughs> yeah, a, a cake cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Tom. What, what's your what's your version? of the meat cute we meet at in uh smolton's combination bank slash post office and we have cute witty banter because there's only one pen like the pens that are on a chain there's only one and we both need it okay all right i think i gotta give this one to noel i yeah. think i think that shit's canon now this the story <laughs> of the the cake cups and giving one for free is a, uh, a a way to sort of impress tom so that means noel gets one point and we have our meat cute step three in this process is known as a sexy complication also known as the first turning point so at this point, one or both characters starts to see the other through a different lens. They're not together, but they're starting to have a lot of romantic tension. The stage involves a new development that raises the stakes for one or both characters, often putting them at odds between their goals and their growing feelings for the other person. So for a point, what is the sexy complication? What situation arises that kind of gets in the way? And we'll start with Tom this time. Uh, I, well, having lunch with Noel, I find out that Noel wants to be a Food Network star. And I say, oh, I know somebody at the Food Network. And jump on a call without asking if that's okay first. But then get into a big fight with the person at the Food Network. Uh, over the phone call, and Noel feels like I ruined his chances to achieve his dream. Okay. All right. So Noel, Noel is now seeing the stockbroker side of Tom. Overly and aggressive and 
Yeah, and uh, possibly gets in the way of his goal a little bit. That's good. All right, Noel, what's, uh, what's your version? Yeah, so me and Tom have been hanging out for, for quite some time, and everything's going, going cool. Kind of just like Tom's, uh, we, 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 had, we were sitting down for lunch, and then we got up, uh, took a walk around town, um, and then we pass this model train store. And okay. Tom automatically <laughs> stops, like the veil that has been over his, uh, that has been uh, covering his eyes for his entire life has been lifted, and you can't stop talking about. Oh, sorry, Tom can't stop talking about <laughs> model trains, and he's so enthused by him so much so that he kind of stops talking to Noel. He's having these. <laughs> A little too frequent yard sales, just trying to get things out of his house so he can sort of have more room to work with his model trains. <laughs> um, so much so that there's kind of like an overflow of items and people sort of spilling over into my yard, uh, and the, and the porta potties and the event staff have have both not been cleaned. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big complication. Are we neighbors? Yeah, we're neighbors. No! Shit, we're not neighbors. No, no. Well, it's, that's how... You're thinking of Mark Clark. That's how... Who's Tom's neighbor. Yeah, that, but that's how big this yard sale is and how small this town is. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm happy for Tom that he might have uh, found his new passion, but I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that he's, he's spending too much time with it. Okay. Oh, that's a... Those are both pretty good, but I think I got to go with Tom on this one. I think sort of the reveal of the character behind the scenes for Tom, the uh, the aggressive stockbroker person, sort of getting in the way of British cupcake baking Noel, is uh, what he was sort of seeing out of small town Tom. I don't think, I think that, that was that it. I think it. I think it was just the neighbor slip up. That's the reason why you don't <laughs> want to give me a point. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't help. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That brings us on to step number four, which is called the hook. And this is where our lovebirds are still committed to their personal goals over their budding feelings. But now a new situation arises in which the characters are now bound together. They're going to be spending a whole lot more time together because of this situation. So for a point, tell me what happens to bring our characters together. Yeah, so Johnson B. Food, the president and founder of the Food <laughs> Network, um, uh, just kind of stopped by the town of Smolton, j- just on happenstance, and he just walks around, and he decides to go into my cupcake cake cup store, and he says, wow, Noel, this stuff is really good, however you don't have the, the ratio right. If if you if you do a little bit more research and get a business model and plan, you might have something, and then you can call me later. And then he hands out his business card, which is indeed beef jerky. Um, I was gonna say a cracker. <laughs> and and then I start thinking to myself, I was like, yeah, well, American cupcakes isn't that much of a sin. I think I could pull that off, but I need someone who's good with money. And the town, <laughs> with it being twenty one people. It's usually twenty, but but Johnson B. Food is is living there, or or is just staying there. Visiting, oh, yeah. visiting, visiting, okay. yeah, right. yeah. 
So it's it's 21, like, now. <laughs> um, but once he leaves, it's 20. So there's not that many people in Smallton that are, like, experts in finances and all that. So there's Tom. And, and he knows the most about it. All right. That's good. I like that. Tom, what's, uh, what's your version here? Uh, give me a second. I've been trying <laughs> okay. to think about this. I love the idea of the beef jerky business card because it <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it forces you to actually like use the business card and call them back before it goes bad. Well, it's, it doesn't really go. It's cured, so it's it's it doesn't go bad. You know, <laughs> soon it can keep in a pantry. You know. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's mine. Still having not found my total passion. Uh, I'm still getting involved in some business things. Tom is still getting involved in some business things. I want to separate <laughs> the two of us. Tom is still getting involved in some business things and gets a call from a friend of his that there is some property that is going up for sale in Smalton and could be a great investment. Realizing that the rate of returns are really great, Tom buys it without looking and then discovers that one of the properties he's purchased is the cupcake shop making Tom Knoll's new landlord. Wait, hmm. so you didn't know what you were buying? You just wanted to buy it anyway? Yeah, because I'm crazy and rich. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Checks out. These, this, is a, this is a tough one. So yeah, it's basically got... Shit's Creek or a sitcom right now. <laughs> the Shit's Creek. The sitcom that won all those awards. For <laughs> yeah. sitcom. Okay, Shit's Creek or another sitcom. <laughs> Basically, we have either Noel sees an opportunity to join the Food Network but needs Tom's help, or Tom becomes Noel's landlord. Hmm. I think I'm going to go with Tom's answer oh, on this one. I think on. it seems more feasible that Mr. Food would not be coming to Smalton out of nowhere. But uh, his, his sick aunt lives in the next town over. In Smallville. <laughs> and Lex Luthor's just tearing that shit up, I think. I don't know what happens. I've never seen it. Yeah, no, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, Tom is now Noel's landlord. They're going to be seeing a lot more of each other. And that brings us on to step number five. And then we kiss. <laughs> the romantic tension reaches its boiling point, and it finally happens. They kiss. Or more. <laughs> and then we kiss twice. What? <laughs> oh my uh, god. <laughs> however, it's not all good. One or both characters has jeopardized their chance at achieving their goal. Sometimes this causes them to find a new goal. For a point, whose goal is now jeopardized and why? This one, I think we start with Tom on this one? Yeah, I think that Tom's goal is jeopardized... Um, because he has, uh, so he, part of what I envision is of this scene. Is that okay, Trevor? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, after having bought the cupcake shop, sight unseen discovers that there's a lot of problems. Tom is in the cupcake shop all the time, like doing repairs. The back kitchen is a mess, but, uh, he's becoming more and more obsessed with the financial success of this it's a big investment for him and a lot of his energies instead of going towards finding a new passion are just going back into money and then late one night tom is 
not wearing a is, is wearing just like an undershirt having fixed some piping just an apron uh, well, and then and Noel's like, "Can you give me a hand with this giant mixer?" Wait, did you like and, pi- like like plumber's piping or like cake piping? Plumber's piping. <laughs> okay, not a vat of cake piping. <laughs> and yeah, and it's like, "Hey, can you give me a hand with this giant mixer?" And I'm like, "Sure." And I'm trying to hold it, and it rocks, and then it explodes batter on both of us, and then we IRIs meet, and there's a spark. All right. All right. Noel, what you, what you got? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I want to say something really stupid, like, I forgot to lock the bathroom door and he walks in on me or something like that. <laughs> and then say, ew, what's that smell? And then we lock eyes. I'm going to give you a chance to come up with something else, Noel. <laughs> oh, man. I, I... I'll, uh, I'll give you an extra second to think about it, Noel, because, Tom, you have to, uh, you have to give me something that jeopardizes one of their goals. I think Tom's goal is jeopardized because he is becoming re-obsessed with financial. I thought that was Tom's goal. We never really specified what Tom's goal was. Well, Tom's goal is to find a new passion. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we as never... opposed yeah. to hmm. purely being obsessed with money, and the money obsession is taking over again. All right. So, so um, Tom, being the money cruncher that he is at my shop. He, and this is over the course of course of time. He's he's taken a look at a bu- at our books, and he we realize we're we're pulling in less and less customers every, every book period, quarter, Qu- or quarter or week or two day. halves. <laughs> you know what? Per trimester, <laughs> the British way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and tensions sort of sort of get riled up when Tom is trying to explain to me how we need to make more money and how we need to diversify our I don't know our our culinary portfolio, and I and then I I'm pretty steadfast and I was like, hey, well, we have two things, two things only: cake cups and American cupcakes, and it it's been going fine so far. The company's still open, and I refuse to. To do much of anything, uh, <laughs> to, 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 to change on that, and then Tom's like, you know what? Just just give me a second, hear me out, and then there's like a montage starting, and he secretly has been learning to bake to sort of connect with me a little bit more, and he makes something like a flan, um, and then I try the <laughs> flan, and then I look deeply into his eyes. And then we kiss like three times. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Who whose goal is jeopardized by by the hookup? It's not really by the hookup. It's by what happened before the hookup. The hookup kind of saved everything. So I or Noel wasn't really going to do anything, and was more likely to have his store shut down and, and his life sort of rocked um but then tom kind of comes in and saves the day and then that sort of is what sparks things up okay okay so the hindrance so, to, to noel's goal is laziness <laughs> no just just stubbornness i guess because you know i wanted to be that person that had one thing you know i was like the cupcake guy 
or the cake boss or the the <laughs> the, the fish monger. I, I wanted to be one of those. I didn't want to say like here's here's how you make that. Here's how you make this. So I uh, I don't know. I okay. ha- I have a code and I'm sticking to it sort of thing. All right. So what happens in Noel's version is Tom is trying to for one get him to bake different things. He's saying no. Tom is also learning how to bake on his own, and that really gets Noel's gears turning. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. And Tom, yours was that Tom's goal of finding a new goal is jeopardized because he gets too caught up in helping Noel achieve his goal. Specifically, by leaning in on the financial end of right, his he work. goes back into the dark space in an attempt to get uh, the shop to a financially solvent point. Trevor, the okay. way you're describing both of these are just out of this park. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think I'm going to split the point on this. Wow. Uh, okay. I think that I think that what I'm going to say is that so so I like that. Tom learns to bake. I like that that's what really gets gets Noel going. I also like that Tom has his goals jeopardized because of how how much his feelings for Noel are getting in the way. Yeah, so I think I'm going to I'm going to leave it at that and split the point. Damn. I yeah. was convinced I was going to lose so badly on that one. <laughs> you would have it's... if you'd gone with We Kiss because of a sneaky shit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that brings us to step number six, known as the dark moment. So. The consequences that happened in the last step have come to fruition, and at this point, because of that, a secret or some hidden motive gets revealed. This is the all-is-lost moment in the story, where one character, uh, where the characters split up and they, they swear that they'll never go back, you, you think that the relationship is over and seemingly done forever. So, at this point, I need you to tell me what is the secret motivation that gets revealed? Or the secret or the hidden motivation? So, I don't know. Something happens in the cake shop. Some issue that's, you know, menial. Like, Tom, Tom mixed up the plumbing piping and the, and the cake <laughs> piping. And then I... I, I <laughs> I, I get really, really frustrated That's because... That's not a small thing. That's <laughs> a... Oh, God, our, our <laughs> business is flooded and this cake is inedible. No, Why no, no. It's chocolate cake day. It's, no. <laughs> it's just... It's, it's just like loose, loose pipes and loose piping around. Um, I don't know why you get those mixed up, Excuse but anyway, there's that, a steel bar in my cupcake. I yeah, <laughs> um, and the sink spitting out frosting. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then so it, and we 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 start having a little tiff, and it sort of snowballs into the this big 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 thing. And then Tom just says, you know, like, you know what i I've been meaning to tell you this for a little bit. I've sold my house and I'm moving back to the big city and I, I got to get back into the hustle and bustle of, of the stock, the stock man. 
you know, bulls and bears, bears and bulls. All right. So the secret motive is that Tom's work on the financial end of Noel's business has reignited his love for stock brokerage. I don't know if it's as much as as it is his love for stock brokerage, but it's it's he's learning how he, he's not really he he can't fit in as well as he thought he could in in Smolton. There's there's pipes in my in my cupcakes. I can't keep <laughs> can't keep doing that. <laughs> it, okay. It's it's a little bit of both. Yeah. All right. All right. Tom, what's what's your version here? So, Tom still still obsessed with the financial success of this business and wanting to do what's best for Noel, oversteps his bounds without discussing it with Noel, signs paperwork to start a Noel's Cupcakes franchise to to like Start uh, letting people license the name, selling off recipes. Uh, I believe because... it was uh, Narton Klebe's cupcakes. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> That's right. No, the TV show was Narton Klebe's Power right, Hour right. featuring Noel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're not going to call it Cup Klebe's or anything like that. <laughs> Klebe's cakes. Oh, God. <laughs> Both of those are just absolutely disgusting. <laughs> so then Tom. Tom comes to Noel and says, I've got phenomenal news. I've got three franchisees who are going to pay us a million dollars to franchise Noel's Cupcakes, and we can use that money to go to Hollywood and set up a meeting with John B. Food. And Noel's John, like, John, this is- John, Johnson. John, Johnson B. Food. Johnson, Johnson he's got a last name for his first name. <laughs> he's one of those eccentric billionaires. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, this is great. This will fund your dream. And Noel's like, no, this shop is too important to me. Like, this is my baby. You can't just franchise it. You had to talk to me about this first. And you don't understand me at all. And storms off. And uh, then Tom walks home in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> nice touch on the rain. All right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> doesn't care that he's wet just like dripping off his face <laughs> no no one can see his tears all right i think i gotta go with tom on this one so that then becomes canon tom has made an attempt at franchising noel's cupcakes and noel is not a fan says how dare you this is mine this is not yours you're just my landlord <laughs> i really overstepped my bounds yeah <laughs> Um, noel is uh wishing that he had actually like gone through with the copyright paperwork Um, (laughs) all right and that brings us on to the seventh and final step known as the joyful defeat also known as the resolution this is the reconciliation moment the love conquers all the boombox over the head moment where they realize that love is the most important thing. So this is still, however, a romantic comedy. So I want for you to tell me what the scene is and what is the comedic moment in the scene that breaks the the sappy tension. Uh, I'm going first here. Yeah. All right. Despite their big fight, Tom you know, still has to do things around the shop. And one day, Noel is gone for lunch, and someone comes in, and Tom comes out and it's just like, how can I help you? There's someone who's like, I've heard that these are phenomenal cupcakes. And it is Johnson B. Food. 
having having come looking for, and uh, Tom sells a a food cup or a what was it a, a cake cup a cake cup. <laughs> And Johnson B. Foods like, you know, I would, yeah, I'm impressed by your skill, young man. And I'm like, oh, it's not me. It's, it's Noel. It's all Noel. It's always been Noel. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I'd love to have an audition with this Noel for the Food Network. And I'm like, well, that's great. And Tom, in a big romantic gesture, personally out of his own funds pays off the fees for breaking the franchise and buys two first class tickets to Hollywood and surprises Noel who is on a date comes over <laughs> to Noel's house and is just like hey I've got a surprise for you and somebody else answers the door and it's like who are you and it's like I'm Narton Klebs uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm like leave Narton this doesn't matter. I got you tickets, first class tickets to LA. We're gonna be on Food Network. <laughs> and then Tom discovers. Uh, well, I don't know if this is a this is the next step, but uh, the the like as end credits roll, Tom discovers that his passion was carpentry, and he is now <laughs> a set carpenter. Uh, like after doing all the repairs on on the cupcake shop. I just love. <laughs> I, I just love how you have this entire movie going, and then right before the credits, it's just dot dot dot. By the way, he was also a carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> He's been doing carpentry this whole time, fixing up yeah. the cupcake shop. He discovers it's his passion, and he's a set designer for Knowles uh, Nart Cleese Power Hour. <laughs> All right, Noel. Let's uh, let's hear it. What do you what do you got? Yeah. So, um, thing, things are definitely still tense. Tom has taken some some brief time off from the store, not too long, so so this store doesn't go in disrepair, but enough to long enough to make him a bad landlord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, about seven hours. Um, <laughs> how often are you calling your landlord? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how long it takes to make a bad landlord. Um, oh. <laughs> so so I'm doing stuff. I'm sort of winding down for the day, and I hear I hear the little the 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 dinger bell on the door and i look up and lo and behold it's johnson p food um so wait is it johnson p food or johnson b food a b did i say did i say p i thought you said p that time oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is brother it's johnson p food and his brother johnson yeah. p food. oh shit i don't think this was canon but i'm going with it anyway he he, ta he talks to noel he says i've made one of the biggest mistakes in in the food food family and the food food channel industry i i passed you up and that's why i personally came out here um uh to say that yes you do indeed have you have a slot you can start filming a pilot if everyone digs it then 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 you'll be a shoe in for the fall sweeps season not really sure what any of that <laughs> means um you know and, what fall is, though, right? Yeah, I do know what fall is, <laughs> and I do know what a season is. Um, <laughs> and then I say, mister, you got yourself a deal. And then I was like, wonderful, I'll start whipping up the paperwork. Uh, but before I go, can I have one of your famous British cake cups? I was like, you got it, governor. I forgot he was British. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so. <laughs> So I go back. I, I should have been saying governor more yeah. throughout the whole thing. Yeah. How did would you have forget? Been, I would have had like four more points. Uh, so I start, I start ma- making them the, this, this single craft cake cup uh, from scratch. And I present it, I box it up. And right as I'm boxing it up, I see it. And then I'm just looking up at at just nothing, mulling things over, and I look at Johnson B Food, B- Johnson B Food. <laughs> they're both there, and then I look they're twin at, brothers. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're both there, <laughs> and and I'm alternating staring between Johnson Food and Wow, it sounds a lot weirder without the middle initial. And, and Does it? Back at the cake cup, and then I'm just fixated on the cake cup, and I run out the back door, and then I go to, to Tom's house, and then I do this juicy monologue that I'm, I'm not going to get into. Um, yeah, no dialogue necessary. Yeah, and then I give him the cake cup and he bites into it and there's like a, a, a wedding ring in it. But he, but he bit down too hard so we had to rush him to the, emerge- or to the dentist and then he just says, you're so sweet, sugar. And then roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first off, I love how hard both of you are trying to make Johnson beef food part of this story. Yeah. I've, I think I've said no like three times now, but now you've both decided you, that you don't have a choice. There. <laughs> oh my god, that's the first ever rom com mutiny. <laughs> Uh, I got to give it to Noel. I think hey. the uh, the the ring in the cupcake as the the comedic moment where he, and he like breaks his tooth and it like kind of ruins it, <laughs> while also like kind of giving up on his dreams by running away from Johnson B and Johnson P food. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, now that that point is finalized, I'm really happy that you didn't talk about me potentially giving a wedding ring to Johnson P. Food. Yeah. No, I, I realized that. It was in the same cake cup. I figured it was like part of like a like a scene that we didn't see in the movie yeah. where you like, you know, I put the, the ring in there. That was the moment when the directors realized there wasn't going to be a sequel about me trying to date Johnson P. Food. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> All right. <sighs> so Noel gets the last point, but the game still goes to Tom. Oh, yes. <laughs> what was the final score? Uh, I think it ended at four and a half to two and a half. Oh, all right. And I, I did have a tiebreaker here. So my girlfriend wants to make sure I mention we we ran this game yesterday just to make sure that it came together well. And we created a story where Noel was a the owner of a small bookshop and Tom was a high powered lawyer involved in a class action lawsuit. And, uh, at the end we, we came up with a name that it was going to be called class passion lawsuit. (laughs) 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 So the, the tiebreaker was going to be, what is the title of this romantic comedy? I was trying to take a swing at it. If you want (laughs) to, 
Also, uh, Mark Clark and Noel's mom never came into play. <laughs> oh, they did, uh, but just like most side friends, they're not actually important they to were, the plot. They were still there. Yes. My mom was at the shop the entire time. The entire time. <laughs> yeah. She watched you run out, like, shoving a ring into one of your cupcakes. <laughs> Maybe it was your Where mom's is... ring. Yeah. Your mom was just yeah. like, Noel, Give me that, mom. Ring. <laughs> yeah. Punch her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you have one, Tom, or...? But go ahead, Noel. Okay. So mine my, my is called Pining for Love. Tom's destiny with with carpentry really pays off romantically or something <laughs> like that. Pine? Oh, I guess. Would, but yeah, yeah. That's like you chose the most minor. It would be yeah. it would make more sense to name this after Johnson P. Food. I was gonna say that no, <laughs> Johnson Tom P. Foods or Tom's pining for love. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just like me calling it romantic beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom, do you uh <laughs> I think it's uh cake in parentheses. Cup of you, so it's cake cup of you. But I don't know. I like mine better. I don't. <laughs> cake cup of love. Yeah, cake. cake cup of love. Yeah, some sort of play on that. All right, I see where you're going with that. But it, it uh, needs workshopped. But it's yeah, yeah. You know, we we pass it to the the, the writers. Uh, but <laughs> I just want to jump into a break. Oh, geez. yes, yeah, a break a sounds great. Yeah. Stamps.com. We're keeping that in, right, Trevor? <laughs> that is the ad. That's all it is. Stamps.com. <laughs> Do it as Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal stamps. with Stamps.com? Oh my god, Kramer, Stamps.com. Since 1998, Stamps.com oh has been god. an indispensable tool. <laughs> You're an indispensable tool. Oh right. Well, <laughs> is that that is that a compliment or an insult? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this episode of the Nerd Games is brought to you by Stamps.com. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly one million businesses. Stamps.com brings the service of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and printer, and you don't need any other special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any letter, any package, any package, anywhere you want to send it. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from the USPIS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup to, or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option that suits your need. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo code POD, that's P-O-D, you'll get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitment or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's Stamps.com, promo code POD. 
Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Okay, everybody, time to reveal last week's theme between the lines. Did you guys guess it? I forget entirely what it was. Um, no. The secret theme. <laughs> the secret theme was Thanksgiving foods. Oh, right? oh, Questions yeah. about uh, the bald eagle, which Ben Franklin wanted to be the turkey. America's national bird, a potato that kills a man and into the wild. Uh, the Irish song <laughs> Zombie by the Cranberries, uh, Yams, and Wavy Gravy, head of security at Woodstock. Yeah, yeah. If you think you know this week's secret theme to Theme Between the Lines, hit us up on most social media at the underscore never underscore games, or send us an email to hello at thenevergames.com. If you get it right, you'll get a shout out like Clarence B. Uh, from Minneapolis, Minnesota, who gave us the right answer uh, to this one by sending in an email. So yes, if you think you know, find us, and you'll get a shout out next week. Yeah, and a handwritten letter. We're doing handwritten letters. That's right. Tom, you got to send one to Clarence. That's he right, didn't, Clarence. He didn't include his address. Nobody's including their address in their emails. This is, I don't know why. I, yeah, why? Give it's, us your address. Well, it's Trevor, Twitter on my email. I send it to everybody. Ever since that quote-unquote <laughs> succulent succubus happened uh, with you, I feel like everyone's really sort of locking their doors at night a lot more. So. <laughs> Around the country. Because we also give out their addresses on air, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. You'll get a special your address shouted out on air. <laughs> <laughs> We all know the internet. We, we know. We know the the, the familiar. The, the I have a vague awareness. Deep, horrid wells that it can sometimes manifest. That's the part I'm familiar with. There yes. is something <laughs> I discovered today that, um, first of all, it is a. It's basically a countdown to the end of the world, um, mm-hmm. and it's going to end. Hold on, let me uh, just pull it up here. All right, over uh, under Tom, how long? Oh yeah. Uh, four weeks. Four, oh, I'm thinking over. I'm thinking this is going to be like 16 years ish. So this is this is a very real threat coming very very soon. As of uh, the recording, the end of the world, uh, which I don't think we'll be releasing until after the end of the world, but it is coming oh. <laughs> seven days, fourteen hours, fifty nine minutes, and twenty one seconds. And this horrid <laughs> thing that I've discovered is a website. It's known as arbysvodka.com. <laughs> you know, like tequila, they, they drop like a scorpion or some shit in it. Yeah. It's just, it's just an Arby's roast beef sandwich sitting in a, like, a thing of moonshine. Trevor, you are not it's... too far off. Um, Arby's, <laughs> Arby's has joined up with Tattersall Distilling Company in Minneapolis. Um, so, so that... <laughs> all, all of the all of the mid uh, Midwest is just is decimated already. There, yeah. Is that what's causing the end of the world? <laughs> yeah, it's directly linked to the Yellowstone volcano. But uh, Arby's <laughs> has teamed up with this distillery to make two different flavors of vodka: crinkle fry vodka and curly fry vodka. No, 
Trevor, yeah. you, you got a no. week, dude. I'm cutting this out. This <laughs> yeah. is not okay. <laughs> we may be rated explicit. There's too, still too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nolan Tom hooked up in the first part of this episode, yeah. but this is the explicit part. <laughs> so, uh, God, I've been staring at this picture for like half an hour, and it still makes me want to vomit. <laughs> yeah, why they, do you keep staring at it <laughs> because i'm counting down the days until my impending doom <laughs> um yeah wait so, so is this actually a countdown to the end of the world or is this just a countdown to the release of curly fry vodka trevor i'm 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 sad to say it's one and the same my brother it's there is okay, there is no right. there is no hope beyond us for for <laughs> forever that that's what it says. Um, so it's yeah. a good loser punishment for this year. Oh, all you can drink until it's gone. <laughs> Wait, all you can drink fried. or until it's gone? <laughs> like if you're gonna drink, you have to drink curly fried vodka until there is no more curly fried vodka with left. a ketchup rim. <laughs> <laughs> Might help. Yeah. Yeah. Can you only get this at Arby's? You know what? Is Arby's allowed to sell alcohol? <laughs> they give you so little information on this website. I have told you <laughs> everything, including the, All of the, it. the fine print. Yeah. All right. Quantities are extremely, are extremely limited, they say, so Good. count yourself lucky. Oh, God. Oh, God. I got to get that taste out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to play God. a game instead? <laughs> I, I wish I could send you a screenshot of this, because it is just god-awful. I'm glad that you can't. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's play a game. All right. Uh, we're going to play a game now called Count Chickens. Yeah! Yes, Cow and Chickens. Yes, uh, Cow and Chickens. No, it's Counting Chickens, Noel, you... <laughs> Doofus. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> the way this game works, this is a lowest score game. I've got uh, five different items with numerical values attached to them that revolve around a theme. These guys are going to try and guess that numerical value. The further off they are from that value, the higher their score goes. Lowest score wins at the end of five rounds. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, today's theme, I hope that you guys are okay with this because the numbers are potentially big. Oh, uh, boy. Wait, uh, like, it, are, are we talking about, you know, number of moons big or like. Bigger than number of moons. Oh. Uh, we're going to be talking about the height in feet of certain landmarks. Oh. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> See, what's dangerous about this is. There's no way that these landmarks that you've chosen are going to be in the same realm. Like, you're going to be like, how tall is the Washington Monument? Now, how tall is Mount Everest? And how tall... This is going to be another Mars-Jupiter situation. How, how tall is Plymouth Rock in, yeah. <laughs> in centimeters? These are all man-made structures. Okay. Uh, I am not going in order of biggest to smallest or anything like that. You can suck it up. Oh boy. Uh, all right. <laughs> I have no bearing on like how tall anything is in feet. Yeah, you ever go to a basketball court and, and you say, "Hey, man, that that hoops up way too high." Like, yeah, that, there's that there that is 18 feet easily. <laughs> all right. Are you ready? No. 
as ready as you can be. Not, yeah, I still am having doubts about that. <laughs> All right, let's All go. Right. Number one, guys, how tall in feet do you think the Eiffel Tower is? Oh, oh, oh boy. No. I think it's not that tall. I think, like, a lot of the pictures, like, make it look taller, but it's actually not that big of a thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all and, about the camera angle. Yeah. And I'm talking to the tip, not toward to the height of the observation deck. 275 feet. Okay. So I have two ideas, and already both of them are... They're they're within three hundred feet of each other, so I am I'm already. I uh, know I'm changing my. Hold on. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, a hockey rink is two hundred feet long. Okay, I didn't know that, but sure. Yeah, um, it's the only way Trevor can measure things. It's like it, you know, it's something I know the size of very well. I played hockey for a decade. I and two hundred feet is a good. Ruler, yeah, it's a kind nice of round you know, number. It's not like well, it's thirty-seven point two eight feet. Like <laughs> that doesn't help at all. A football field is three hundred. Trevor numbers are actually better than American numbers. Yeah. <laughs> football field, I think, is three hundred. Yeah, three hundred, and then end zones are ten yards each. So that's another. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, it's a. Uh, 60. I'm trying to picture... I know I've seen, like, memes or, like, graphs online that show, like, different landmarks stacked up next to oh, each yeah. other. Oh, I've, I've seen this dozens of times. I can't remember right. any of it, though. No yeah. idea. I'm gonna go 525 feet. 525 for Trevor. N- uh, nothing. I get no idea here. So I was gonna say, like, 350 feet. And then y'all reminded me of a football field. I, it's got to be bigger than a football field. I don't know, though, because it like, I think that the Eiffel Tower was not meant to stay, if I remember correctly. No, it was there just was, for like, like the world, like the eighteen ninety eight World's Fair. It was yeah. a temporary structure. Yeah, like I think it got reinforced once they decided to make it permanent. Yeah, what you think, Noel? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Uh, yeah. Um, you, I mean, you could end up in the lead if you say zero. <laughs> Trevor, what did you say? 525. I'm going to say 600. Noel going 600. All right. That seems a lot. That seems high. You want to change it? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I want to change. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to say 375 feet. Okay, 375 for Noel. Yeah, just just say the answer before no I change number it again. Seems good. Yeah, <laughs> like that number feels as good as like a foot and a half. It really does. Uh, the correct height of the statue or of the Empire State Building? No, no. no. What? The- <laughs> <laughs> you just read the whole list. It was, it was neither the of those height things. Of the Eiffel Tower is 1,063 feet. Wow. <laughs> Which oh, no. means that after the first round, uh, Trevor is in the lead with a score of 538, <laughs> and Noel's in second place with a score of 688. It's All right, still so anybody's game. 150 yeah. foot difference there. So, you know. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. All right. <laughs> This game fucking blows, dude. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love it. Uh, next, I would like you to please tell me what you think the height of the Leaning Tower of Pisa is. Okay, okay, okay. Ooh. Now, are you talking about the height now? Or the original yes, height? like okay. ground to the top? Or like, like, to, to, that, yes. to that corner, rather than to yes. the... Okay. <laughs> Now this... If you're that precise, kudos to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just making myself I know, I know the original height <laughs> to the inch. Yeah. But it's tilted since then. Can't be that big, right? <laughs> right, yeah. I'm trying right? to picture like next to the Eiffel Tower, which I also apparently have no idea how tall it is. <laughs> also um, it's 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 getting smaller. Yeah, right? It's sinking. It, yeah. Seven feet. Okay. <laughs> Um, Sticking with that, Trevor? No. I'm going to let Noel give his answer first on this one. Yeah, I'm going to say <laughs> 250 feet, which okay. I think I think is like the perfect golden area of it's not that big now, but when it was built, you could see it for miles sort of thing. I'm going to go 850. Wow. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> 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 no. I mean, the Eiffel Tower was just over a thousand. I don't think it's as tall as that. Eight hundred and fifty feet. You already locked in your answer, Noel. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've I, I still feel confident. I've seen like pictures of people walking up it. I you can do. No. No. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. You saw pictures of people like holding it up. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm pushing it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So the leaning tower of Pisa is 186 feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I screwed you by having the big swing. Uh, so that gives Trevor a score of 1,202. <laughs> And Noel was only off by 64, hey. <laughs> uh, which gives him a score of 752. We so keep like not all that far off from each other. We yeah. keep upping these these scores. So like next week it's going to be like you have to list <laughs> every Stars every, in the sky. every famous <laughs> irrational number or something like that. <laughs> all right. Next, how tall do you guys think Big Ben is? The clock in London. Oh, oh, that now this is an easy one. I scaled up this in Assassin's Creed one time. <laughs> so at least because everyone knows that Assassin's Creed is to scale. Yeah, yeah. I think and I think with the buildings, it's trying. It tries to be as as It's pretty as accurate. Possible. I know with like the uh, grid, like the city grid. Yeah, but and, and know, like, like big landmarks. I'm pretty sure. Is the Eiffel Tower really big and I don't know that, or is the Leaning Tower of Pisa really small and I don't know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And also, how tall is Big Ben? 850 feet. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say 500 feet. All right. The correct answer for Big Ben is 315 feet. <laughs> How fucking tall is the Eiffel Tower? It's really tall. We already went over this, Trevor. It's like a thousand feet. I thought it was not even... I thought it was much smaller. I thought it was not that big of a deal. <laughs> Shit. 
I would love to see you narrating something on like the History Channel or something. <laughs> Whoa, man, that is that's fucking big. <laughs> I thought this is all lame looking at books and pictures, but no, this thing is massive. <laughs> all right, so after three rounds, Noel is in the lead with a score of 937, and Trevor has 1,737. I think the game's yeah. over right now. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's... no, you're answering first on both of these last two. Yeah, that's fine. All right, <laughs> next, I would like you please to guess for me how tall is the Empire State Building? <laughs> Oh boy. It's got to be over a thousand, right? Does it? Or under. Is it taller than the Eiffel Tower? Uh, probably. I don't know. Like, when I'm thinking about it, no building should be over a thousand feet. <laughs> like, that's a lot of feet, man. Like, how tall is. What is it? The, the Burj Khalifa? Is it like. It's, it's 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 big. I can tell you that it's not one of the ones on my list. Okay, yeah. The Burj Khalifa is two thousand seven hundred and seventeen feet. I'm honestly really big. I'm I'm still disappointed though. It's only two Eiffel Towers. Is two and a half, almost three. I am going to say twelve hundred feet. Still seems like so much. You see, I gotta make up ground on you, which means I have to go off in one direction or the other. You you have to say ninety seven thousand feet. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I'll, I'm gonna go. No, you said twelve, twelve hundred, twelve hundred. Yeah, twelve hundred. Yeah, I will go fourteen seventy five. Okay, those are some good guesses. The. Uh... <laughs> I was hoping only one of them would be good. Would uh, be the mine. Empire State Building <laughs> is 1,250 God. feet tall. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I like this game. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to give Noel a score of 987 because you're only off by 50. Still under the grand. And Trevor, a score of 1,962. Oh, man. I need another difference of 20 points, and then I beat Trevor by a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I beat Trevor by an Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. I gotta go, like, way off on this one, so it's probably gonna happen. No, say zero. Or maybe don't. Say <laughs> 12,000. No, say 12 million. Can we, can we let Tom <laughs> say what it is first? Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. I am looking for the total height of the Statue of Liberty. No, damn. From ground level to the tip mm. of the torch. So that's the copper statue plus the, plus pedestal. the pedestal. Plus the pedestal. I have no bearing on this game. Like. <laughs> I I I have nothing outside of a hockey rink is two hundred feet two hundred feet. <laughs> well, tre Trevor gets all deep <laughs> like on this episode. He gets he's thinking about his life choices now. <laughs> Statue is only about hundred and fifty feet, I think, and the pedestal is 
at least double is like I'm gonna say four fifty. Noel saying four fifty. And I have to beat him by a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Trevor, the distance between the Earth and the Moon is ninety uh two hundred and thirty seven thousand miles. So if you really want to beat me out of the park, you can always just say say that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> one lunar distance. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not gonna matter. So I'm gonna try and nail it. I think that the statue is bigger than 150. I think it's probably closer to 200. Putting it at 599. Fuck it. Okay. God, I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> the total height of the Statue of Liberty with pedestal is 305 uh, feet, one inch. The hmm. height of just the copper statue is 151 feet. Wow. Noel said 150. So. <laughs> yep. Huh. Which yep. means that on this round, Trevor's score was 294. Noel was 145. Yeah. Which means... Uh, I, I win. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, we don't have to do Noel, the math. Noel has a final lot. score of uh, one thousand one hundred thirty-two. Trevor has a final score of two thousand two hundred fifty-six. Yes, we need to do some some things that I like have some knowledge about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already explained what your knowledge was, and it's a pretty yeah. niche area. Eh, I wouldn't say that niche. All right. How <laughs> next next game counting chickens the lengths of different professional hockey ranks. The weight in How... grams of a hockey puck. Well, this has been <laughs> counting chickens. Don't forget, do not count them before they hatch. There you go. <laughs> you guys ready for some fake ads? Let's yeah. do with some fake ads. Today's episode of the Never Games is brought to you by Fuddruckers. That's right. Fuck suckers is oh, no. Motherfuckers, no. Cocksuckers, <laughs> hold on. Let me start this again. Fucksuckers is America's favorite family-friendly, full-service restaurant. Come on in for your favorite dishes, including uh, hot and steamed clams, foot-long hot dogs, hand-cranked pastas, and all your favorites. How do you crank a pasta, Tom? <laughs> With a hand-crank pasta machine, Noel. Okay. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> Remember, at Fucksuckers, we always request service with a smile. And you'll love your happy ending with our fudge blaster bombs <laughs> and other tasty treats. Uh, this particular endorsement for Fucksuckers is brought to you by Fucksuckers 278, located in Blue Balls, Pennsylvania, at the intersection of Route 69 and the Hershey Highway. So when you first said fuck suckers two sixty eight, I thought you were talking about like the local union that they like, <laughs> <laughs> not the store branch number. All right. Today's episode is also presented by the newest streaming service, Johnson P Streaming. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's a good one. 
Johnson B. Food may own, may corner the, uh, the television food market, but it doesn't con- <laughs> doesn't control streaming. Johnson P. Streaming Network has all of the food-related, specifically liquids, television shows that you want to watch. The, the, the Great British Boil-Off is the newest sensation where... Uh, we make pastas and I don't know. I got nothing more, but Johnson, <laughs> Johnson, he's streaming. Oh man! Today's episode of the Never Games is also brought to you by Coconut Kelly's Tiki Bar, Irish Pub, and Family Fun Zone, lo- lo- located off the I five in in Smolton. Uh, you, you, you can do anything there. You 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 can bring your kids and you can have fun and and you and it's all good. They didn't pay a lot for this ad. Go to, <laughs> go to Coconut Kelly's Tiki Bar, Irish Pub, and, and Family Fun Zone today. <laughs> Today's episode is also brought to you by the Never Games Copywriting Service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird. We had a we had a dog at the at the store today called Coconut Kelly. I was like, that's the dumbest name I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, Allison's sister used to work for a restaurant called Carlos O'Kelly's. That was a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> so I either thought Coconut Kelly's was either going to be what I said or Machine Gun Kelly's Jimmy Buffett cover band. <laughs> I think that'd be also pretty cool. <laughs> and thank you guys for joining us once again on another sublime auditory experience give us a like and follow wherever you get your podcast give us a rating it really helps us out more than you think and if you really really like the show we have a red bubble with some pretty insane things uh we have a moo moo melon line of products uh if you want my face on a on a shower curtain. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's still we up should, there. We should make some uh, <laughs> Noel's cake cups T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if if you like that, go to go to our Redbubble. <laughs> and <laughs> if you're a big fan, we have a Patreon, which is Patreon.com/slash/TheNeverGames, where you can get lots of bonus content personalized gifts if you have not been able to guess a theme between the lines you can join our patreon one of the levels has us handwriting thank you notes content starts as little as a dollar a month and all of the money will go towards actually producing the screenplay for um oh we didn't come up with a name damn cupcake of love <laughs> Cup, yeah c- cupcake of love cup yeah no piney, um, piney a smolten adventure um, pining, pining uh, for love. Pine- <laughs> Johnson P. Foods, pining for John- love. Yeah. Tom, Tom's, Tom's battle with carpentry and his love for frosting. <laughs> Not the plot, <laughs> but the title. Patreon.com slash the never games. And if you want to engage with us, you can reach out to us on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at the underscore never underscore games. Shoot us an email for a more private conversation to hello at the nevergames.com or leave us a voicemail. Our phone number is 406-GAMES24. That's 406-426-3724. Or if you want to be really old school, we have a fax line now. That number is 587-329-4436. You can find all of this information on our website. <laughs> that, that joke didn't land, apparently. 
No. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> you gave out a real number. <laughs> you can also find all of this information on our website, thenevergames.com. Whose number was that? <laughs> it was a random number. Right. Still a number. <laughs> <laughs> You can find all of this information, including all of the music from today and every past episode, which is all done by a band called Good Damn It. That's Noel on the drums and Trevor on the everything else. Thank you again for listening to The Never Games. My name has been and will always be Noel McInnes. I am Trevor Kelly, at least for now. My name is Tom O'Brien, as far as you know. This has been The Never Games, and do we play games? Almost Almost Johnson B. Foose. Spencer Buck Studios (laughs) Productions. Right, but you haven't made your Twilight. (laughs) No, I did, but thank God nobody's seen it. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it. (laughs) And it was this guy's sled all along. That's crazy. (laughs) It's a meat pie cupcake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it's it's more of a... You guys know bread bowls? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Book period. Quarter. Or quarter or week or Two halves. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Per trimester. (laughs) The British way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You got it. Governor, I forgot he was British. <laughs> you have to drink curly fry vodka until there is no more curly fry vodka. With left. a ketchup rim. <laughs> I love the idea of the beef jerky business card because it <laughs> it uh, it forces you. To-